us together once again this morning. And Lord, even as we go through your word, we ask for understanding. Holy Spirit of God, we trust you that your word will come alive unto us. Give us the understanding. Lord, let the word come to our different levels of understanding this morning and make sense in our lives in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you because we will not live here the same way we've come, but your word is going to create a change in us and a change that will last indeed in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I want you to welcome your neighbor once again to church. Say welcome to the last Sunday in the year 2020. Amen. It's a testimony, isn't it? It is. Hallelujah. Well, this morning we'll just continue on the series. Our daddy has been taking us how to develop intimacy with God through quiet time. Through quiet time. The, the, the text daddy has been taking Genesis 3, 8 to 10. From that scripture, you find that it is God's desire for us to have fellowship with him. Like one of the services, daddy said, that it's not just thinking about the eternity or, you know, I, I want to make heaven. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord, I've made heaven. Praise the Lord, I'm going to heaven. That what really matters much to God is how you relate with him. How you work with him. The relationship, you know. The truth is this, making heaven, sure. But the work with God is much more important to him. You know, and that is why we have to look at it. And daddy has really taken us you know through it we are you have seen what we to do in quiet time the things we need to do while in quiet time because it's not just coming there and you sit and be quiet no is there are things you need to do in quiet time and also he has made it clear to us that it's different from money devotion and the truth is this until you get to know god yourself you can't go beyond where you are so it takes the knowledge of God for yourself. Discovering God for yourself. There's, it's good we gather together. It's good we hear the message generally. It's good we hear people talk to you. But your work with God, your growth in life, the height you can attain is a function of how much you work with God. And that nobody can do for you. You are to do it yourself. Discovering God for yourself. And you can never believe God beyond the knowledge of him. You can never believe God beyond the knowledge of him. You must know him at whatever level you believe is of God. That shows how much you love him, you know. If you know him, the more you know him, the more you trust him, the more you grow in him. Hallelujah. And this morning we'll be looking briefly the benefit of quiet time. The benefit of quiet time. I want to tell you that as believers, I normally tell people, but as believers, we are supposed to be excellent people in all we do. In everything we do. Because we have the God factor. I've always told people that the God factor in your life as a Christian should make the difference. You know, people will say something. They will say that, you tell somebody, let's meet in church by four. You tell you, by the grace of God, I will be there. I used to tell people, if you understand that statement. <laughs> if you understand that statement, you say, by the grace of God, I will be there. Listen, by the grace of God, you will do, if others are coming by four, you will come by three. That is what the grace can do. Grace gives you a, a head, puts you ahead of others. But people will just say, but as if they will try. Eh, eh. Then don't say the grace of God. Because what the grace will do in your life is to help you achieve much more than others. So by the time you say, by the grace of God, I will do it. Expect to do much more than the normal. And likewise, as a Christian, what 
fellowshipping with God, relating with God daily, we do in your life, should put you ahead of others. Having the Spirit of God in you should put you ahead of others. So we're going to be looking at the benefits, you know, of quiet time. Nobody goes into the presence of God and comes out the same. You can't have that relationship with God. You know, when you, when you walk with God, you know, somebody says something, it's only in marriage. When somebody wants to marry, he wants to know the will of God. You know, when you want to marry, you want to know the will. You don't want to miss the will of God when you want to marry. You know, but the truth is that in every aspect of your life, you should seek God. You should ask God, which way should I go? And it's only in quiet time he gives you clarity. It's only in quiet time you receive instruction. You know, like somebody said, one of the antidotes of, of knowing the will of God is peace in that thing that you want to do. When you've asked him and he has shown you direction, told you what to do, and you just have that peace of mind, you know, it's like a seal to it. But how will you know it if you don't know when he's even speaking? Some of us, God speaks to us, but we don't even hear because we are so noisy. There is no time we have stayed to hear God. You know, and he's speaking, we are not hearing. But the truth is that if you walk with God and you are always with him, you're always consulting him, you know, to the point that you ask God, God, what clothes should I wear to church today? You know, some of you have not reached, I mean, you think that it's not, you should relate with God like a father. God, how do you want me to appear today in church? You know, as in, you relate with him. He will keep telling you, God, I have this way to go. I have this way. Which way should I really go? You relate with him like that on a daily basis. When he speaks to you, you will hear him. When you want to leave your house, you ask God, Lord, what do you really want me to do today? Okay, Lord, what do you really want me to experience in church today? What is church going to look like today? You talk to him like a father. And there's no way you will ask him. He will not. He's not a wicked God. Hallelujah. Amen. So benefits of quiet time. One of the things we enjoy when we stay with God in his presence is that God, we get to know God personally. You know, I told you before, you can't never go beyond your knowledge of God. You know, you must, you get to know God personally. James 4, 8. You get to know God personally as an individual. You get to know God personally. The Bible says, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, ye sinners, and purify your heart, ye double-minded. The first part said, draw near. Now, that scripture, if you look at it, it, you look as if, let me draw near. Then God too, we move closer. I will move closer. Listen, God is not moving anywhere. It's like those days, you know, this season, when we're in the east, you know, in this part of the country, you don't really know what Hamatan is. You only see the wind. You see less of the effect because human activity, they've built houses. If you go to my village, eh, in our compound, there are trees. These are palm, palm front, palm trees. They, will sur they surround our building. You see them very tall, very tall. Some of you have not seen it. You only know the agri type that will be dwarf and they flip fruiting. The village ones, they go. You see them all around. During Hamatan like this, you see wind. Ooh, you just see the glory of the Lord. Hallelujah. <laughs> and you just enjoy the coolness of it. When you travel down east, this period, in the morning, it used to be very cold. And as a norm, those days, I don't know if they still do it now because everybody is forming. You know? Those days, 
when you wake up in the morning, before you even say Jack Robinson, you put fire. There's fire. Everybody gather around it just to get warmed first before you set out. You know, now, the closer you are to the fire, the more heat you get. So it's not, the fire is not moving. So it's the closer you are to the fire, the more heat you get. That scripture says, draw near to God and God will draw near to you. It doesn't mean God is moving towards you. God is where he is and he remains where he is. But the closer you get to him, the more of him you experience, the more of him you get to know, the more of him, and he opens up to you. Listen, God is expressly speaking. As a matter of fact, God, deserve, uh, des- I mean, um, he takes pleasure in fellowship with us. In that Genesis, he came, I mean, as a, as a routine to fellowship with Adam. He's still doing that. He likes fellowshiping with us as individuals, as his children. Hallelujah. So the more you get closer to God, the more you know, get to know him personally. 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 Hallelujah. Let's also so Philippians 3, 10. In the place of quiet time, you get to know God personally. The Bible says that I may know him. This is Apostle Paul speaking. That I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering being made conformable unto his death. He said that I may know him. This is Apostle Paul speaking. This is the person that wrote it to thought of the New Testament. He's still desiring to know God. Listen, you can never know all of God. And that is why it should be your heart desire to always long to know more of him. To know more of him. You know, I was listening to... I was listening to Bina Kalni, you know, uh, some time ago. And he was just talking along this line of quiet time and being with God. He said, see, quiet time is where you come and you make yourself naked in the presence of God. You know, if you lie to yourself... That is the greatest form of deception. Quiet time is where you come. You see, you, you see if, if we are praying here now, we can be pretending, you know, we may not be saying the things that really bother us. But when you are in your closet, listen, in your closet, where you just get, you just drop all your guard. That's what quiet time does when you are in the presence of God. You know, he says, there, you tell God anything. Listen, if you miss the mark, tell God. God, I did this, you know, I know I shouldn't have done it. Please forgive me. You don't lie there. You don't, you come the way you are. Listen, God has already seen you the way you are. He expects you to just be open to him. There are some prayer points we may ask everybody to pray now. And some of you will just be, you won't say it out because you feel this person will hear my secret. Because in the open, but when you are in your closet, you can say it. That is what happened in quiet time. You, you get to know him and get to express yourself. You know, you get to know him personally. Hallelujah. Another one is, it leads to spiritual growth. First Peter 2.2. 2. Quiet time leads to spiritual growth. I believe anybody that wants to go to God desire to grow. Every one of us here will desire to grow. I desire to grow spiritually. Apostle Paul just told us that in the previous scripture we read in Philippians. He said that I may know him. I don't know about you. One of my target this year is to grow spiritually beyond every other thing. The next thing we are going into is to grow spiritually. Spiritually. The Bible says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and every other thing shall be added. So I rather seek God more this year so that every other thing that I'm looking for, it comes as part of it. So my desire this year, like Apostle Paul said in that Philippians, that 
I may know him next year, 2020, that I may know more of him, that I may know more of him. It leads to spiritual growth. Let's see that first Peter 2 2. First Peter 2 2. He says, As newborn babes desire the sincere make of the word that they may grow thereby. As children, if you put that, let's say I have that in amplifier. As children desire meek, likewise you as a Christian. By the time you keep fellowshipping with God, you grow. It leads to spiritual growth. The Bible says, like newborn babes, you should crave and test for endless desire, the pure, unadulterated spiritual meek, that by it you may be nurtured and grow unto completed salvation. That you may grow. So going and fellowship with God on a daily basis in the place of quiet time leads to spiritual growth. Leads to spiritual growth. Leads to spiritual growth. You, are, you, you see yourself developing spiritually. You see yourself being where God wants you to be. He said completed salvation. <laughs> Somebody may ask, is there an incomplete salvation? Anyway, whenever we come to Christ, thank God for the series we are taking in our home churches. You know, Developing the spirit of the spirit, the spirit of the spirit, the fruit of the spirit, sorry, the fruit of the spirit. You know, it tells me that yes, every one of us we are born into Christ as babes. But every seed that we require to develop is in us. But we have to grow it. That completed salvation is talking about is for you to come to the full maturity as a Christian. And fruit bearing is a sign that a tree is matured. So when you come in and start bearing fruit, you are grown, you are, you are mature. So quiet time, it leads you to spiritual growth. Spiritual growth, hallelujah. Thirdly, it develops stronger faith in God. It develops stronger faith in God. It develops stronger faith in God. Romans 10, 17. Faith cometh by hearing. He says, so then, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. The more you meet with God, the more you study the Bible, the more you pray, it develops faith in you. I told you, you can never believe God beyond the knowledge of him. You know, the Bible says, you know, um, talking about um, faith that walketh by love. Faith that walketh by love. You know, in that scripture, that he explained it some time ago, and I got an understanding better in that. You see, faith that walked by love. You see, when you understand the love of God that he has towards you, when you sin, you don't run far. You run back to him. If you understand the love he has for you. And that is having faith in him. That he will not send you away. The greatest mistake a believer will do is that you are falling and you miss the mark. And you decide to stay out of church. That is the greatest wickedness you can do to yourself. And that is where the devil wants you to be. Because he wants to put you away from your creator. And he will take you to that unsaved ground. Where he can now finish you. Because that is what of, uh, part of his um, assignment. To kill, steal, kill and destroy. He would like to put you there. But when you've missed the mark, the best place to run to, run back to God. So when you understand the love of God towards you, it builds faith in you. When you understand the things he has made available for you, he built faith in you. You can come confidently to him and say, God, I need this. I want this. He builds faith. It's easier for you to, you know, believe in the word of God, that in the word he said to you. When you, you're constantly studying the word, praying, having that 
relationship with him on a daily basis. It builds your faith. It develops a stronger faith in you. Hallelujah. It builds strength into the believer. That's another one. Benefit quiet time. It builds strength into the believer. Proverbs 24 verse 5. He builds strength into the believer. I don't know about you, but sometimes when you have not really prayed, and you are going out, you just look as if you are empty. You know, you just look as if you are just, you just prayed. <clears throat> In those days, I just prayed. Let me not even stumble on anything. It feels just that way. You know, I don't know about those of you that drive. Have you ever been on a highway without your seatbelt? To me, I feel as if I'm just like a ball rolling inside a car. That's how it feels. When you've not really prayed, taking our time to, you know, ask God for wisdom. And the, see, people run around in this life. Well, I've not been to all, all, all the other part of the world, but from what we read and see, people really run around. Meanwhile, they can really get more if they can spend time with God. You, you, you receive direction. You're a businessman. Why will a Christian be in a business and it's failing? Why will a Christian be in a business and he say he's trying things out. Listen, yes, life will tell you, yes, try several things. Let's see anyone that will work. But I'll tell you a better one. With the Holy Spirit of God in you, you should try it and all should work. Because you are a Christian. Because you are a Christian. Why should I get into something that I will lose money to learn how to do it well? No, an unbeliever is permitted to. But for me as a Christian, I should be able to say, okay, the Spirit of God should be able to direct me. That I should do this and this and it will fail not because he doesn't fail. How can I be working with, I carry the deity like we had in the program and I will venture into a, pro, I mean, a deal and it will fail. Then something is wrong. Is that I am not listening or I am greedy. Something is covering my hearing from my maker. God cannot lead you to have losses. So, but if you are in the place where you are listening to him, he will guide you aright. Is the Bible says the race is not for the swift, that is battle for the strong. It's not who started first that determines what he's going to get at the end. When it is God's own, God's own is just totally different, and that is why he's God. You know the parable in the Bible where the servant prepared a table, and I mean, I mean, uh, no, the one that called people to come and walk in the vineyard. He called them in the morning. Called some people in the morning. Come some people in the afternoon, come some people in the evening. From man's view, the people that started in the morning should earn more, right? <laughs> but when it is God, he changes table. He paid everybody the same. So it does not matter when he joined the race. What matters is, is who is leading you. God is going to settle everybody according to how he determines to settle you. So it doesn't matter when you enter the race. It doesn't matter where the thing is that everybody can be in it. It will, if you only get to time and God says, this is time for you to now launch in. When you launch in, you will get a better result. So I'd rather, I'd rather wait for God for 90 days and everybody is doing it. Then when I come in the scene, it changes everything. Why? Because I have a God factor. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. The, the book of Proverbs 24 verse 5. The Bible says, a wise man is stronger. Yea, a man of knowledge increases strength. A wise man is strong. Yea, a man of knowledge. Now, a man that has knowledge of things works confidently. You know, when we're in school, when you've studied very well for an exam, you are confident walking into that exam hall. But when you've not studied, you pray that the exam should be shifted. The exam should be moved. 
what is there if, when you have confidence listen i've driven a car before from town to a Cuba without brakes but i didn't crash because of what i have knowledge that the brake is not working so i already know that the brake is not working and i believe if i tell the passengers some of them would have come down but having understanding that the brake is not working guides me and i confidently drove the car from town to Cuba. you know please don't try it because <laughs> it wasn't my making it was just that the car no the brake failed in town and we needed to come to Cuba, and uh, we needed to remove the tire to bring the brake out and it's those days where they used to lock tires with some funny funny codes so we didn't have the code the code was in Cuba, and we needed to come back there was quite a practice and we needed to just come back i just told them i'm going to manage it so the fluid was just flowing and the brake was not working but what i'm not to say i have the knowledge that this car can bring me back i'm confident that i'm going to move it to Cuba. that's what knowledge does to you when you have knowledge about things it gives you confidence it gives you confidence and that was that scripture is saying a man of knowledge has confidence it gives in strength when you know some certain things you are confident about it till tomorrow some people are afraid of flying because they've not really understood why something should be in the air and is moving but the person that built the plane is going to fly it one million times because you understand the techniques i don't know if you have watched documentary on how they test cars before they push it out when they manufacture new cars when they are testing the cars you self you that is watching you are afraid for the car but the people that built it know what they have built they are confident that this car will not fail they do some some taunts and all that they will do some things and you'll be wondering when this they know what they have built you know when they built bulletproof cars not like the one of tesla that happened recently but the one i'm talking about when they build bulletproof cars how they pr prove it tested that at times the ceo will go inside the car and they fire the ceo knows what they have built so knowledge gives you confidence you know knowledge gives you confidence that this thing it's not going to fail. So, quiet time builds the believer, builds strength in the believer, knowing that God cannot fail. The more you go to him, you are seeing the reality that he cannot fail becomes clearer to you. Amen. Daniel 11.32 Daniel 11.32 The Bible says, And such as do wickedly against the covenant shall be corrupted shall be corrupted by flatteries but the people that do know their god shall be strong and do exploit people that do know their god in knowing you will do exploit you will do great things because you have confidence in the god that you serve you do exploit another benefit is it gives you light to walk in the midst of the darkness it gives you light psalm 119 verse 105 it gives you light to walk in the midst of the darkness when you when when you have light when light when when you have light on your path it gives you speed Psalm 119 verse 105 when you have light on your path you increase in speed i don't know how much uh, good you are in night's uh, movement the truth is that darkness reduces your space it reduces your speed you know but when there's light it increases your pace praise god the bible said the word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path the word of god 
increases the illumination you have on your path and you have better clarity of things and that is why i said earlier on that as a believer you have advantage over everybody around you because you are a child of god you see what they are not seeing you stand at an advantage because god you have the god godhead dwelling in you hallelujah so it gives you light to walk in the darkness you know darkness and light cannot stand in one place james john 8 12 john 8 verse 12 john 8 you when there's light hallelujah when there's light you see clearly you see clearer in anything you want to do hallelujah you, you can't find john john 8 verse 12 the Bible says, then speak jesus again unto them saying i am the light i am the light of the world he that followeth me shall not walk in darkness but shall have the light of life i think let me have that in new living is it living new living translation or yes new living translation or or um american standard okay no new living translation okay the bible says jesus spake unto them once more and said i am the light of the world if you follow me you won't have to walk in darkness because you will have the light that leads to life well yes there's one i read he said because you carry the life the light there's a translation or maybe it's amplifier or um, amplifier version or or new american standard he said because you carry the life you carry the light of the life you you are a carrier so there's no way you walk in darkness because you are a carrier of god's light in you so you can't walk in darkness you can't be lost you can't have a memory lost in anything you do you keep track of things so when you're in the place of quiet time god reveals things to you god gives you understanding of things that you are on top of everything you do you are on top you'll be sought out for and i want to tell you life responds to solutions you know people services when you can create bring solution to people in life you are celebrated and how do you come to that place where you are a solution to things if not with god if not in god you know hallelujah purity hallelujah psalm 119 verse 9 and 11 purity someone i say where with where with us shall a young man cleanse his way by taking heed thereto according to thy word where how can a young man keep his ways how can a young man be kept how can you walk in the uprightness i tell people is for a for a non-christian to walk free of sin is is practically difficult it cannot happen how can you keep your way right except bear the word of god listen i don't care the state you are i don't care what you have involved yourself in if you continue in the world it has the ability to transform you it has the ability to change you so if you want to change your ways if you want to incline yourself towards god and the things of god get to this place of quiet time without you knowing you are changed without you knowing you are transformed it's not by your own efforts let me even shock you even coming to church if you don't get closer to god in the place of quiet time and personal fellowship coming to church will become mechanical after a while you are bored you see it as a burden 
There are some people coming to church is like a burden. Some of them just, ah, if I don't go now, one brethren will call me and say they didn't see me in church. Let me just go. Brother, it's a burden. You have not hit it yet. You have to get to a point where that is like, it's part of you. It's part of you. They wake up in my house. Some days they were like, today is Tuesday. Okay, there is church today. It's part of everybody. Everybody knows today is. If I leave my phone on, on a Sunday morning, till after service, it may not ring in church. Because most people know that this time I'm in church. It can't ring by mistake. Except there's an emergency. Serious one. But people that know me, my family members, in fact, it's just not only on Sunday, even on a Saturday. If I see a missed call, one, once, later the person says, sorry, I remember you'll be in church for choir practice. They just know that. So you have to get to that point where it's not a burden to you. But the only way you can do that is if you have that relationship personally with him. It's not something you learn to. It's not something you decide to know. But by the time you keep fellowship with God, you find coming to church no more as a burden. Nobody needs to force you. Hallelujah. So I say, how can a young man keep his way? Except the Lord. You can't keep away from sin if you are not involved in the word. In the word of God. And fellowshiping with him. You can't say, I will stop sinning today. You can't just say, I will stop sinning. Get into the word of God. Get into personal devotion with him. And it will change your life from inside out. You will find no pleasure in doing the things that draw you back. Hallelujah. John, okay, verse, okay, verse 11 of that scripture also. Verse 11 says, Thy word have I hid in my heart that I may not sin against thee. The word have to be, I mean, have to find its place in your heart. Is that word that guide you away from sin? Is that word that says, no, this is wrong, this is right? The word have to be in your heart. John 17, 17. Quickly. John 17, 17. John 17, 17. The Bible says, sanctify them through thy word. Say, thy word is truth. Sanctify them through thy word. Thy word is truth. John 15, 3. John 15, 3. He said, through, through the word which I have spoken. Yeah. Now you are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. So like I said, it is the word of God that can keep you away from sin. So it keeps you pure. Hallelujah. Another benefit of quiet time. It makes you wise. Makes you wiser. Psalm 119, 98-100. It makes you wiser. Wisdom. The Bible said, thou through, thou through thy commandment has made me wiser than my enemies. For they are ever with me. Verse, he said, I have more understanding than all my teachers. For thy testimony are with my meditation. Praise God. Wisdom. Fellowship with God gives you wisdom. Beyond what any man can say. Gives you wisdom. Wisdom. I remember when I was in telecom. In telecom, there are things that I like. If, 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 if you don't pray for God to help you, you can be on a site for the whole day. And it's just one tiny thing that is causing the whole problem. One tiny thing. So when I was in telecom, most times I'm going to a site. The driver is driving. I'm just praying, God, help me. I don't want to spend time in this site. 
Because once you brought, once, once the sight comes up, you go home and rest now. So why would I spend the whole day? And I'll just be praying, Holy Spirit of God, help me, just help me. And by the time you get there, you just see the thing. You see the problem looking at you as if this is it, this is it. Just do this, do that. And the problem is solved. And I will live there happy. And I have my time and day to myself. And they will ask you, how did you resolve this so quickly? In fact, it got to a time that when a site goes down in my area, then the whole network of Abuja, I know I can tell you where the route is. This network will go down in Maraba, they will call me in Cuba. What do I think the problem is? <laughs> they will call me from the switch. What do I think that is happening at that site? I was like, how? But most times, when I ask God, God, what would... I'll just tell them, this, from the thing you described, I think the AC in that site is not working. They'll say, are you sure? Yes, let the engineer go there. And lo and when they get there, the AC is not working. How do I know where? Holy Spirit of God. What I'm trying to say, the Spirit of God gives you wisdom beyond what any other person can say. And they will consult you. They will consult you. They will come to you. Hallelujah. Wisdom. He said he has given wisdom more than my teachers. More than my fellows. Because I meditate on your word. Hallelujah. Jeremiah 33, 33 verse 3. Wisdom. You get wisdom. Jeremiah 33, 3. Quickly, as we round off this morning. Benefit of quiet time. What we gain when we fellowship with God personally. The Bible says, call unto me and I will answer thee. And show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. When you go to God, he will show you, he will give you understanding. He will give you wisdom on things that you don't even know about. He will open it up to you. Now when you have that advantage over people, they will see you like a God. Which you are actually. Because you just be responding to things. And the result is being achieved. He said, call on to me. I will show you great and mighty things. Now, why can't we use that strength? Why can't we make use of that that is made available to us? God said, call on to me. He makes you wiser. You know, stay with him. Job 12, 13. It makes you wiser. Job 12, 13. 12, 13. Quickly. Job 12, 13. Job 12, 13. The Bible says, with him is wisdom and strength. And he had counsel and understanding. With God is wisdom and strength. And he had counsel and understanding. So if he has wisdom and strength, and I, I meet with him daily. You know, the Bible says, uh, show, uh, um, iron sharpened iron. You know, so also does a friend does to his content. So there's no way I'll meet a friend that's always talking about millions, millions, millions. One day. I will start talking millions. And one day, the millions will come to me. It's, that is life. So if God has wisdom, and with him is all strength and understanding, and I go to him daily, there's no way some of those wisdom will not be rubbed off on me. Wisdom will be, will, be, will, be, will be moved to me too. Hallelujah. So in quiet time, it makes you wiser. You get wiser. Hallelujah. It gives you boldness and confidence in life. Boldness and confidence in life. That's another benefit. As of Apostles chapter 4, verse 13. It gives you boldness and confidence in life. The Bible says, now when they saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived that they were unlearned and ignorant men, they marveled and they took knowledge of them that they had been with Jesus Christ. It gives you boldness and confidence in life. There's no way you have 
you 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 have that encounter with God that you will not be bold to talk. Nobody will intimidate you. There are several people just by virtue of staying with the word. Presidents are listening to them. It's, it's in the long run that they go and acquire some basic education. But before then, presidents are already listening to them because of being with God. Because of being with God. Hallelujah. So it gives you confidence. It gives you that boldness anywhere you are. Listen, when you know the God, you know, I told someone, I say, I don't bother myself about who is against me because it's a, it's a fruitless exercise. How many of them will I know? The Bible has already told me that they will surely gather. But for my sake, they will all fall. So if they are gathering, they are fulfilling the scripture, but they will not get to me. So all I'm, I'm concerned about, or I should be concerned about is who is with me? Who is on my side? That is enough. The person on my side takes care of any other plot anybody is plotting. I don't want to know. So it's who is with you. Hallelujah. So the boldness I have, the confidence I have is because I have been with him. And that is why after quiet time, you come out as if the whole world, you have achieved it that day. It gives you that confidence. I don't know about you. If I don't spend time praying, speaking in tongues daily like that, I feel empty. I feel empty. I feel as if God, what is happening? As in, I feel, but when I have finished spending time like that, I feel I can talk to the president of the world and nothing will happen. It gives you confidence. Hallelujah. And it helps you to be stabilized as a believer. Not easily tossed about. These days you hear so many things and you just be wondering, you know, when we talk in my office and we just keep talking, one of my, my unitarian will say, see, because you are a Christian. Because you know, so many people don't know. And that is why they are deceived. But the truth is that you can know him for yourself. These days, people come up with several doctrines and people are falling for it. At times, I, I just go to internet or Facebook. I just hear some preachers. I want to even listen to them and let me even know what they are saying, that they are gathering crowd. And just by listening two, three minutes, you just hear something that is not right. And I wonder why people will still hold on to that and... If you stay with the truth, you will be able to filter what is not the truth. So, in, in quiet time, God reveals things to you. And you are not tossed about. You are not moved like with, by every wind of doctrine. You are planted in a place. And you can listen. I used to tell people that I can listen to anybody. Who, as long as you say you are a preacher, I can listen to you. But the truth is that it's not everything you are saying that I will take. The one that are in the Bible and they are there in the Bible, I take. The one that are not, I will not take. And the one I don't understand, I will go and find out if it makes sense. But if it doesn't make sense, I drop it. Be you who. The truth is this. In place of quiet time, you'll be able to understand, you know, yourself. Know who you are in Christ. And nobody will touch you all, all, all around. Nobody will come and prophesy things to you that will make you say your whole household. Or make you have people as, you know enemies ahead or make you think that everywhere you pass people are against you listen is a deception every man since the veil was torn every man has access to god and you can go to him and there you are being built up you are not tossed about ephesians 4 13 to 14 as we have just two more surrounded bible says till we come in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the son of god Unto a 
perfect man unto the measure of the statue of fullness of Christ till we come till we come the Bible said that we henceforth be no more children tossed to and fro he wants us to come up to that place of maturity carried about with every wind of doctrine by this plate of men cunning craftiness whereby they lie in which to deceive it's just deception 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 you have to come to that place of stability hallelujah come to that place of stability that's what it helps you to do in the place of quiet time you are stable you are stabilized you are not tossed about by every wind of doctrine listen like someone said in a church you know sister here was telling me a church they had a program and a preacher came and preached and after preaching the preacher made some funny altar calls and almost half of the church came out and the pastor were like the main the host pastor was looking at and when and when he 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 and when he's done when the preacher left the pastor called the member you mean we'd all have been teaching you this man came and made this blunder is it because he was standing on our up pulpit we should know better so if a preacher comes here that invites a preacher and the preacher comes and says his own word not god's word and you are not supposed to respond if what he's saying is not in line with the bible that's why i'm speaking from here that's what we're trying to say so if you understand the scripture you know okay this man what he's saying is his own when he enters the bible back we go with him that is truth we won't pursue him he's already having the mic he's preaching he may not come the second time but he's already here but it's not everything he's saying we'll take because we know the bible that's how it should be it's, it gives you stability you do not toast about what i'm saying this i'm not even saying those that go to other places i'm even saying if it's right here a preacher comes here and says some things that are not in line with what you already know and believe apostle paul said if any other person comes with a different gospel let him be accursed even him or any angel praise god it helps us develop a disciplined life first timothy 4 7 and 8 he helps us to develop a disciplined life a disciplined life a disciplined life First Timothy, yeah, let's see. But refuse profane and old wise fables and exercise thyself rather unto godliness. Eight. But refuse prof- for bodily exercise profited little, but godliness is profitable unto all things, having promise of life now, that is now, and of that which is to come. Listen, it helps you to have a disciplined life when you go to god in place of quiet time you know it gives you spiritual um it exercises your your, your spirit you know uh, exercises you spiritually you know and doing it as a routine gives your life a direction it guides you it guides you the bible says bodily exercise profitably too but spiritual exercise is profiting in everything every aspect in every area hallelujah it avoids shallow christian living avoid shallow christian living mark 4 17 16 and 17 it have it helps you to avoid shallow christian living peripheria you go into the deep of the matter the bible says and this day and these are they likewise which are sown onto the stony ground he's talking about the parable of the sower who when they have had the word immediately receive it with gladness verse 14 i mean the next story verse yes and have no root in themselves to so endure but for for a time they endure but for a time after when 
afflicted affliction and persecution arises for the world's sake immediately they fade away now this is parable of the sower you know there are some people that their life is shallow there's no root they hear the word of god they're excited but there's no root it's not planted now when you go to god in place of quiet time when you hear what it has a root in you you hear that he said when he was in a program in 1985 it was only because that word was planted in his heart that he can still relate to it there are some of you the things that were preaching in our last program you can't even remember anyone you know it has to be a fatal ground let it be planted it's only when it is planted that it can grow and you benefit out of it any word that is not planted and grow you can't benefit from it if it's shallow it helps you to live a life above just being a nominal christian it keeps you it helps you to be rooted 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 and when you are rooted that is only when you can get nourishment and when you get nourishment you can grow so it helps you to live a life that is beyond average as a christian beyond a nominal christian so there are quite a lot of benefits you know understanding peace of mind quiet time brings peace of mind you know to you as a believer you know and by the time we keep going there we are spirit being and the spirit communicates to spirit if you're walking on the street and somebody jumps down from heaven with wearing white and say i am sent from god to you you even take the message you even wait to hear the message you will run because that is not how you expect god to speak to you by jumping from heaven <laughs> and meeting you on the street but spirit speak to spirit it is only in quiet time that you can relate with god and he will direct you and i pray as you go and take this as a task you start it wherever you are as you keep doing it god is going to give you direction and in 2021 you will see yourself growing in the things of god with ease in the name of jesus father we thank you we give you praise thank you for your word we thank you because lord even the word has stopped the voice of man has stopped but we trust that the holy spirit of god you will keep speaking these words in our hearts and lord cause us to be doers of your word that we may enjoy the benefits that is found in fellowshipping and relating with you in the mighty name of jesus amen hallelujah benefits of intimacy with god so we should get intimate don't just don't just hear about god know god for yourself hallelujah so that when all kinds of doctrines that have been preached you know it no this is not right hallelujah amen we'll be receiving our tithes and our offerings at this moment is there anyone retired here this afternoon or this morning amen receive our tithes as we honor him with our tithes. Father, we thank you, Lord. Lord, we bless and exalt your name.